All right, really quick. All right. <laughs> so, hey, everybody. Uh, welcome back to the 8-Bit Podcast episode. What is this one now? 26? I don't even remember. Kid's shaking her head. I see her over there. 25? 24. It is 26. That's what I thought. All right. Well, to be fair, it's been a few weeks. I think the last one we did was when we were talking about the Super Bowl. Mm. When was that? Early February? Yeah. Mm. It's been about six weeks since we did one, have done one. But in our, in our, we always say this, we're always get busy, but I mean, it's the truth. We've been, uh, we've been really busy lately, um, making things happen, saving the world through design marketing. We should just have a graphic that comes up. We've been busy. We've been busy. <laughs> you can reuse that, Stephen. Every podcast. Yeah, sure. Um, we've been busy. Well, no, it's been it's been good. Uh, we've been we've been doing all kinds of fun things, and, uh, and now it's springtime finally in Duluth. So finally have some some melting going on from our crazy winter. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which was funny back in December when it was still kind of I was like, oh, we're gonna have a brown Christmas maybe because it was. You know, not all the snow. It was really cold. Not too, not too bad. You know, and then finally had a white. You know, we had a white Christmas and whatever. And then I don't know. Mother Nature flipped the switch. We got some snow. We got a lot of snow. We got a lot of snow this year. Got Although it didn't of- look like we broke any records or anything. We weren't even close, really, for the last. Right. Right. But it just seemed different this year. Although February, didn't you say it was the snowiest? That could be. Maybe was, that's why it felt like so much. I think it was the snowiest February on record. I think. I know a lot of lot of towns in Minnesota that were that did that broke their records. So February was crazy. One thing we decided to talk about today is just the role of uh, video and probably even photography for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, made for different reasons, but um, just the importance of it. Um, it's such a huge even nowadays, especially. I think there was a I feel like there was a time maybe I don't know eight nine ten years ago where. You know, video was, if you weren't doing television per se, um, video, uh, granted, YouTube's been around for, what, 15 years now, roughly. Um, I think it was hard. It was kind of in its infancy, but mm-hmm. that's, I think when I think of video online, it was kind of the start of that was was YouTube and Vimeo. But now I, it's like, uh, I don't know if you can survive without it. Yeah. It's it's amazing to, 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 to all to us, but I mean, I think late, lately we've had... Well, we've we've had a couple big projects that have come up on the last two years that have been television and video, online video related. Um, we always have uh, photography. We're always pushing for for good photography. Mm-hmm. If anything, you know, trying to have a strategy related to using stock photography. Mm-hmm. Um, but yet, then there's always there's always seems to be um, times where we run into where I think. Sometimes wonder if clients um, are maybe know the value of photography, having good photography. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's one thing. Well, we have we have pictures, mm-hmm. you know, but what does that mean? Mm-hmm. If you think about when we first started in this industry, I think video was very expensive. Yeah, and you know, you'd only do it if you're doing these high end TV commercials. Really, right? I mean, right. That was about it. And so they're talking about a full like television crew. Right. You didn't have necessarily the I mean, some of the stuff now you can do and shoot with mm-hmm. is so much smaller and compact, et cetera. Right. And I think some of the big shoots still use a big crew and everything and, and should. There's so much more you can do with smaller crews now. And, and not only than that, but the TV placement used to be, well, it still is expensive. It can be very expensive. So 
now we have different uses for it. Like you said, YouTube, Vimeo, things like that, where it doesn't have to just go on TV. It, there's so many more uses for it now. Mm-hmm. And when you film it too, that was one, just TV, just TV. Now we have so many different channels and so many things you can cut it up and use it for that that sh- the shooting for the TV was very expensive. Now you're shooting for so many things. So to me, it's the value has gone way up even. Right, the value. I think that's, that's the truth that... This, yeah, you're right. Because I think I think when you when you look at if we were pricing out, uh, you know, of all the services we do, um, I would still say most of the time when we do shoot shoot a bigger thing where we're still using outside vendors, um, which we have some some great ones that we work with, um, a quote unquote cost, I guess, is maybe in the short term maybe fairly expensive. Still, nothing mm-hmm. to sneeze at. It's still still a good. You know, it takes it takes uh, uh, a lot to do that to shoot it. You know, especially if you're going on you know on site somewhere, you got to scout it. You got to maybe work with some other outside vendors for who knows what. Uh, getting talent, there's a lot of work involved pre-production wise mm-hmm. to get all that to happen. But um, but then once you have it, once you have that video, then it's like you know, like you said, if it's television, you're you're editing you know a whole ton of time that you shoot down to a 30 second spot. You know, but you need to do that in order to get all the you know the options you need. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, like you said, the the portability of it to take all the maybe stuff you didn't use, um, use it different. Yeah, you know. Um, well, you talk with the different different uses too. So not not always are you going to need that super high end TV quality production. You know, sometimes GoPros and and. Even cell phones yeah, can be iPhone or something. Can, can work yeah. for for different applications, especially social media and things yeah. like that. So yeah. there's such a wide variety of it now. Now that's also maybe a problem, mm-hmm. you know, that there's such small, compact, easy, inexpensive devices like the phones and you know lesser expensive cameras that right. a lot of times people will push that be used on higher quality. TV or yeah, YouTube, yeah. things like that. So yep. I think there's there's definitely a balance there when you should use things and shouldn't, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, yeah. The, the 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 reasons to use it too. I mean, um, like you said, it, it used to be really expensive. Now it's you know even if you're spending your money on it now and and using all the other things for for other reasons um, across so many different mediums. From a brand standpoint, is also pretty amazing because a lot of times you're shooting for very specific, um, you know, content. You know, whether it's television or not, you know, there's still things you can pull out. So from a content standpoint, um, you can pull those things out. But from a branding element too, it's such a great um, way to round out um, mm-hmm. your your brand. You know, and what people see. You know, a lot of times the way, the way people interact, especially online. You know, even if they're not necessarily getting a full on message, but just to see a very specific, well shot, well thought out video that that's, tells their story. Uh, whether or not that includes that message or not is is you know I think a subconscious thing where you, you're like yeah I trust these people I can I get I get what they do I understand their mission I understand what they're all about you know and, mm-hmm. and helps to differentiate yourself differentiate yourself from a lot of your competition so. We even look at doing this right now. Yeah. We're doing this because, A, we want to, well, we wanted to do it just to see if we could do it before, but now we want to pass on some potential knowledge that we have in yeah. the area of marketing and design, advertising, yeah. things like that. And 
And a lot of people are doing that. You know, you get, I, every time I fix something on a car, I'll look it up on, on YouTube and it seems like it's a, maybe a garage that is trying to promote themselves to people and I watch what they do and I don't know. That was a one example, but I, I, what I'm, I guess what I'm saying is part of that branding and part of that marketing thing is to show people that you might be the experts in an area and, mm-hmm. and help push that brand a little bit. I think another, another thing too with video is, especially, you know, cause, cause we are online. We've talked about this in other past podcasts about, you know, um, just the role of being online, et cetera. But I think people are just naturally, naturally lazy too a little bit when it comes to some things where, and, and I don't blame them because it's, it's always that fine line online about, you know, when you think about search engine optimization and having enough quality content um, and the right keywords and all those things in place that the things that go into to a very good SEO strategy can be found online. But there's also that length of content where, you know, what's people truly going to read and what are they not going to read? Mm-hmm. And I think what's nice with video, even to supplement uh, some of those types of uh, those times is the fact that in a mobile first kind of um, mentality now to sit and you know do this and read a lot is it's a lot easier just to hit a video and watch it, get the gist of it and move on. You know, mm-hmm. is, I mean, unfortunately that's, that's, that's kind of maybe the, um, it's not only an unfortunate thing, I guess. I mean, it's a good thing. I think again, and then mm-hmm. I think with video, like again, it's, it saves some time. It allows you to get the, to some points quicker and it builds brand, you know, but, um, but yeah, I think we're just naturally lazy, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, uh, so another good reason to, to, to use video, um, you know, and then on the other side of photography, you know, that's, that's nothing to, to, I think it's, it's, it's easy to, to have an oversight to that. Yeah. Um, again, good quality photograph, you know, especially when you're talking about brand, et cetera, is imperative, I think. You know, so many times, like I said, it's always a place that sometimes people want to cut cut costs. As mm-hmm. well, well, we we have some photos, or we took photos five years ago, or or whatever. We'll just reuse the ones we got, and you know, to keep that stuff up to date, to have a very similar, distinct look and feel to that, you know, um, stylistic um, attributes to that, mm-hmm. is so important to your overall branding piece. Mm-hmm. Whether it's going to be online, or obviously in printed pieces, or anywhere else, you might use it such a huge thing but yet so often overlooked Mm -hmm. no one wants to pay the money for it you know well nothing nothing more than a photo or video can really capture you know whatever you're trying to sell or market yeah you know better than a than great photography and video i think people see it and you had mentioned earlier you know if you go maybe onto a website or something and they have poor photography you might think it's a poor product or a right. poor service, and and I don't I don't disagree with that at all. It's if you have two websites side by side, they're selling the same thing, maybe a slightly different cost. It's like I gravitate towards the nicely designed one with mm-hmm. nice photos, and mm-hmm. it might be the exact same product, but I trust them more, right? Because they spent the time and effort to do that. They must be legit. There's sometimes too, or we'll do a beautiful e-commerce site, but you know to reshoot for. T- products they've already shot with their iphone which granted like we just said mm-hmm. that can look okay but there definitely is a, a difference if yeah. it's not well lit if it's not done a certain way you know it just kind of makes you go oh like, yeah oh, i kind of wish that was that you know what i mean like the full mm-hmm. experience just seems kind of like a letdown then 
We've also seen it where we'll be taking an old website and making a new one, and they might have nice photos, but they were sized for the old website very small. Right. right. Now we want to have nice bigger photos for them to use, and right. they don't have those originals right. anywhere, so you can't stretch them up and make them look yeah. bad. So yeah. you want them to look good. The other, the flip side too is, you know, while we need to, you know, shoot all of our own stuff, you know, when we only need to have a very specific kind of lifestyle feel. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like, well, we only need five shots. We're not going to spend. And I get that. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not going to spend thousands and thousands of dollars on a custom shoot for five or ten picks. Mm-hmm. You know, you might, but I mean, more than likely. But then it's like, okay, let's go to stock. But then it's like, we got to spend some time, you know, and and work with us to help be that eye. Because sometimes, you, you know, you, there's so many options with stock that, yeah. to, you know, uh, and a lot of times then when, when you do just let people run with it, and again, I'm not, I don't want to sound negative towards that, but sometimes if you're not necessarily working with it all the time, you don't necessarily know all the ins and outs of looking in the right spots for the right stuff. Mm-hmm. What happens a lot of times is you're going to have a very disjointed look and feel across. You know, you might pull one from here or one from there or whatever, and they all look different. Right. You know, and maybe it doesn't feel that way separately, but when you put them like on a website or something and you start to kind of, they kind of have a relationship mm-hmm. between types of content. That's when you really notice it and when they kind of go, oh, again, it's a letdown. Right. You know? Well, so. and you're right. You know, let's say you need one photo. We most likely are going to set up a photo shoot for that. Right. And so you go look on, on one of the stock photo sites and I swear this happens every time you have something in your mind and it's so perfect in your mind. Seems like the easiest thing in the world to find in a stock photo place that has tens of hundreds of thousands probably right. of photos. And you go in there and you type it in and it's... There's nothing like it there. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I know Steven, who is behind the camera here, um, sometimes struggles trying to find um, (laughs) (laughs) things that represent, let's say, the northern Minnesota. Yeah. You know, it could be as simple as a a home that we're trying to put in a a mortgage ad or something Mm -hmm. like that. And you type it in just like you want it, and everything has palm trees or mountains mountains in it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ocean instead of lakes, and uh-huh. just doesn't look like it's in the same area. Right, sitting there digging for an hour to find a house that looks like it could be in northern Minnesota, and it ends right. up being so much harder than you thought right. it would. Or you're trying to find somebody at a local coffee shop, and it's like they're dressed to the nines, and you know, definitely not this area. And right. So uh, you're right. We spend sometimes we spend more time looking for a perfect stock photo than it would be to take the photo ourselves. Yeah. So. Sometimes we got to weigh that also. Right. Yeah. If you want the most bizarre thing on the planet, you'll find it in stock photos. Yeah. You know, I can't think of a great example, but yeah, they're odd. They're odd. They're, they're very, very odd. on the snowmobile yeah. jumping through the air. Yes. Who would use that? Who? Why did they shoot that? <laughs> Somebody wanted it and they're like, well, I might as well throw it on the stock photo site now. Yeah. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it, it, it can be tough. And, and, you know, I, I think we understand where clients come from sometimes mm-hmm. when it comes to some of those things. Well, you know, maybe they already invested money in, in stuff, but it, that was five years ago. But there, there's that part, too, that you have to sometimes say, all right, this does need a refresh or an update, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and and uh, be willing to kind of maybe bite that off, yeah. you know. Um, and, and there too, if you work with, if you work, if you know you want them to, to, to live a little bit longer, you know, there too, you know, working with, uh, professional creatives that do it all the time, you know, that can maybe have an eye for, Hey, if we shoot this, we could shoot this, 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 this. And then we could also have some extras or mm-hmm. some alternatives that could maybe help it maybe last a little longer. Mm-hmm. 
as far as a library goes. Um, but definitely cutting corners uh, with photos, uh, you can tell. Yeah. You can definitely tell. I know in the past, too, we've contacted professional photographers and just said, hey, I'm looking for a shot of the lake or something. Do you have anything extra I could use as a, yeah. a stock photo? And most of the time they do, and they're willing to you know, give you a good deal on it because it's already shot. It's already in their collection. So mm-hmm. um, that we haven't done that in a while, but that's that's an option, too, sometimes. Yeah. We haven't we haven't done a lot with stock video, no. and I think to me that's even more difficult to find what you're looking for because exactly. it's usually seems to be more, usually more mundane things like right. I don't know, candle flickering or something. It's, right. Well, but there there too, you know, it's it's hard because a lot of times you think about stock, it's it's a one very specific subject. That granted, there might be a couple of variety of things, but now you start to try and put video moving images. The connect dots from a visual standpoint, that can be more difficult to try and match them up and, mm-hmm. like you said, get the right shot. So um, even more so than fo- uh, photography. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, one real quick thing, too, with photography and or video, I mean, when you think about how visual marketing has become, you know, obviously there's always been, you know, the traditional pieces, et cetera. But now online, you know, even with Instagram and just social media, there's so much more that you have to be more visual with, mm-hmm. you know? And um, so again, when you really start to break it down, you think about all your needs, you know, it's still a great value to maybe put some, to, to spend the money on that stuff yeah. because you can, you know, again, you can use it like a, a variety of ways, you mm-hmm. know, even, even photographs, you know, Instagram, et cetera. So it's such a huge thing that I feel like sometimes um, just gets kind of like, you know, the afterthought. It's an afterthought for sure. Yeah. One of the things I forgot we forgot to mention about stock too is there's there's different types of stock. There's royalty free, which yeah. allows you to for the most part use it how you want it and where you want it. And then you run the risk though of your client could be using the or uh, not client your competitor could be using the same same photo right down the street on another billboard. Right. There's not a, right. There's no way to control that. There is rights managed photos that you they do help you control that who uses them and where. Um, but you spend a lot of money typically on those. Right. You know they'll ask you how it's being used if it's used for let's say print in a magazine. They'll ask you where the magazine is, how many copies are sold, and how big mm-hmm. of it of the total size of the ad is the photo, and on and on and on and on. Then you get that tiny little window to use it. And then when you're done, you have to pay for it again. So yeah. you might control, you know, not having somebody else use the same photo, but right. you're going to spend a lot of money doing that. Yeah. So, yeah. So a lot of times, yeah, when you, when you, if you're getting that deep in the stock, you might as well right. just shoot custom and be done with it. Right. Then you got it forever. Now, if know? we wanted to throw a shot of a cheetah on something, I, you know, yeah. might be a little more expensive for us to go shoot that. I would think so. <laughs> then use a right Spanish right. photo, but be more fun. It would be a lot more fun. <laughs> Put you out there as bait. Ooh, <laughs> big fat guy. <laughs> Steven, shoot this quick. <laughs> yeah. No. So I. I yeah. So real, I mean, we don't have to uh, keep going on and on about it, but but definitely, if if you're out there and you're you know and and you're you're in charge of your, your a lot of aspects of your marketing. Don't, don't, try not to chintz on it. Don't, you know what I mean? Like pick your battles. I mean, I get it, you know, from a budget standpoint, but 
when you think about all the aspects of all your other forms of marketing, it's easy to forget that, that photography, very, very important. Um, and yeah, and then with video, just the, the portability and the usability of it, the universal aspect mm-hmm. of it, such an important part nowadays. Right. And, I, and I would say too, when you talk about the, the budget part of it, consider that part of your budget when you yeah. start the project, before you start the project. Right. If, if you're looking to talk to an agency or something like that, consider that you're going to have that cost. Mm-hmm. Don't be surprised by it because it mm-hmm. should should be part of it. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. Cool. Huh? Well, that's enough for today, I guess. Yeah. Oh, we don't. We didn't to... even point out our new location today. What? Oh, we're sitting in our kitchen. Yeah, we're in the kitchen today. I yeah. We'd switch it up from the conference room to the kitchen. Try and, it out. Yeah. And I think we have some other spots we might try over the next few months. But mm-hmm. yeah, um, conference room is cool. But thought we try something new. So. Mm-hmm. Well, thanks, Stephen. This was a cool idea. Um, I know you had a hand in that too. So thanks thank for shutting you. the dishwasher off. Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't have to listen yeah. to that. So, but well, cool. Well, until next time, we're going to try to get these back uh, a little bit more often again. Uh, uh, sorry if we were gone for a little bit. Uh, we just, uh, yeah, we'll do more again here really soon. So, SCA. SCA. Yes. If you uh, if you have any specific. Uh, marketing or design or any kind of thing related to to uh your marketing or just something that you've always wanted to get for chess remember there's ask ca um which uh you can use hash ca on uh, a variety of social media um and if these are questions that we'd like to use going forward and in, in uh, other episodes and uh, from time to time we'll answer them the best we can mm-hmm. and uh, hopefully get you some answers to all the questions you may have about about those uh, those specific things. So and that's the letter C and A, right? C and A, yeah, yeah. It's not like C A C A. Ask C A. Yeah, yeah. Not C N A. Like what would that be? College news Administ No, that's not it. I don't know. <laughs> Ask C A. Ask C A. Yeah. Yep. So cool. Anything right. else? I'm good. All right. Well, till next time. See you later. Okay. And-